this is Dr. Anita with another Diamond Moment. Diamonds are produced through time, heat, and pressure. The way that we process that raw stone determines how we're going to use it and what value it's going to bring to our lives. We've been challenging and ourselves and asking tough questions. We're continuing to move forward on the question of do you talk and never listen? Are you always talking and never listening? And in our previous episode, we talked about the way that people hear things. I shared with you an experience that I had with my musically gifted and talented son when I found out that what he was listening to and the way that I listened was completely different. He was listening to the musicality of my voice. I was expressing to him and needed him to grasp the severity of the words that I was presenting to him. So when we're listening, we may listen differently. We may be listening for different things. We talked about possible challenges in interpersonal relationships because of the way that we listen. Someone may have been expressing to us something that was very important to them. And because it was not falling in line with the way that we live our lives, that we live and move and have our being, we just downplayed it and didn't listen to any of it. We didn't realize how important that is. We talked about the fact that many times our youth, our young people are hearing something differently. And because we don't hear it in the way that they hear it, relating to uh, the example was to rap music, we don't get it. And in them understanding that we don't get it, it makes it that much more appealing to them because now they have a form of individuality in which they can express themselves in a way that you can't get in their mix, okay? Because you don't even get it. So when we're listening and not We're hearing sound, but not listening to the communication. It is a detriment to the things that we would like to do, want to do, or even are doing in our lives. So we started talking about ways to listen. We started talking about active listening, being in the moment, not distracted by anything around you, not They're saying something and up something just came on television and now your attention is focused over there or you tell them, wait, 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 let me hear this. Well, what that signals to somebody is that what they have to say is not as important as what you think that someone else is communicating on the television is. Now, in some situations, I'm going to say that might be appropriate if um, all the outer space uh, people have landed. And they've never landed before. And they're in the middle of telling you about um, an experience that they've had or something that's taken place. And you see the crawl go across the screen. Aliens have landed. I think at that point it is appropriate to say, wait, 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 just a minute. Let me see what this is. Because you're evaluating um, a situation that's never happened before and trying to determine what this information is going to do to your lives. So if the space people land, I think 
and I'm not going out on a limb, but I think it's okay to ask them to wait just a minute so that you can determine what's taking place. Anything short of that, anything short of a natural disaster and or um, someone being injured and hurt or harmed, it would be wonderful if you could give them their your full attention and hear exactly what they're saying. So being in the moment, not thinking about anything else, not trying to get in front of what they're saying. So you've already got your answer lined up and you can just zing them with it. No, it's being right with them at the moment. Communication and listening can also go hand in hand with nonverbal communication. How do they look? Are their shoulders down? Maybe they're crying or weeping. And there's a difference between crying and weeping. Water from the eyes is consistent, but one of them is more active and the other one actually weeping can be more cleansing and cathargic that they may have had something pent up for so long that they needed to say that finally being able to risk rejection and or the consequence of speaking their mind has put them in a place where tears are coming out of their eyes, just kind of gently rolling down. That's weeping. And so a, a, a nonverbal form of communication is looking at their face, is being aware of did they tense up? Did they cross their arms in front of them, themselves to be able to tell you what they had to say? Did they stiffen their back? Are their brows furrowed? Are they, are they their eyes intense? All of these things in terms of communication, if you allow them to, because you're in the moment and paying attention to what they're saying, can actually give you additional information that you need in order to give them an appropriate answer, to be able to address the issues that are evidently concerning to them, whether it is concerning to you at all. We can talk to little children and they may be crying or upset over something that we would see as very trivial. They were outside and and they stepped on uh, a, a small bug by accident or they crushed the flower, they picked the flower and now the, the petals have fallen off of it and they come to show you as a parent that, that something has happened, something's wrong, something has disturbed them. And because you're not sure of what the problem is, you just see them coming in with tears, you stop everything. You stop everything. And you say, what's wrong? What's wrong? And then they tell you, I stepped on the bug. And then you say, oh, baby, it's going to be okay. You're able to comfort them. You've heard what they had to say. You've been able to determine the severity of the situation. And then you're able to give them feedback information, which can be comforting to them. They know that they've been heard. They know that whatever that thing was, whether it was trivial for you or life shattering to them, they've been heard. They've been appropriately addressed as it relates to that situation. And you dry their eyes, you dry their tears. They go back outside and play and they're, they're, it's all good. 
They don't think about it anymore. They're not going to come back to you later tonight and, and come up with more reasons why it was so awful in most cases. They're not going to bring it up again. You're not going to hear it 10 years down the line unless maybe it's it's uh, uh, comically stated. Remember when I got so upset over the petals falling off of the, the flower and you say, oh, yeah, I remember you were so upset. It would be more comical. But when a person has not been heard and they come back to you with the same level of emotion that they had when they initially presented this issue to you, you can see both through their words of communication and their nonverbal communication that something was missed in the translation. You were talking and not listening. You were not in the moment because they do not feel heard and therefore they do not feel healed. Being able to listen to what a person is saying in real time is healing to that other person. If you can imagine a difficult time in your life when maybe you tried to speak with someone and they weren't hearing you, how would you have felt? How would the situation have changed? How would things have been better if they had listened, if they could have acknowledged that what you're saying is valid? Oh, I didn't realize that I did that. I'm so sorry. I, I, that was not my intention. I, I wasn't trying to whatever. When you're able to say how you actually feel in a situation and have those feelings validated, it is healing. If you're having interpersonal relationship challenges, go back and look at your communication. Are you adequately expressing the words that you're saying? Are you using the appropriate words? We've talked about this before, but even the level of emotion of those words, everything is not horrible and horrific. Some things are minor. Are we using the appropriate emotional level for the words that we're expressing? And that again, every coin has two sides. Maybe it actually was horrific and we downplayed it. And so the person we're talking to didn't get how devastating that situation was to us. So now if they keep doing it, it's because it may be because they never understood how important it was to us in the first place. We have to adequately use our words. And when we're using words, we have to be able to listen to the other person. Anytime we have an opportunity to communicate, it says there's a two-way conversation taking place. We're, we're moving in both directions. You're talking to me. I'm talking to you. And in doing so, I have the ability to ask questions. I have the ability to dig down a little deeper in your, in your speech of what you're telling me and get some more clarifying information. I have the ability to critically listen to what you're saying, to be able to ask you, was it that devastating to you? You use the word awful. 
Was it really awful or was it just uncomfortable? And then they're able to say, well, maybe it wasn't just horrendously awful, but it was very uncomfortable. So it allows you to get a better understanding of what they're conveying to you. And it allows them to know that you are attempting to understand what they're saying, that you are attempting to get the fullness of whatever it is that that conversation is trying to address. Are you talking and never listening? Are you having a adequate form of communication with those around you because you're in the moment critically listening to what they have to say? Are you reflectively giving them an understanding of what you're hearing? Or are you distracted and doing something else? The way that we listen, the way that we communicate does everything and says everything on how we can use this information that's being provided to us to change our lives. Becoming is a process. That process has stages. And many of the stages of becoming are rounded by communication. Many of the stages of becoming are involved with the way that we use our words and the way that we listen. Please stay with me. We're going to continue in this regard. We're going to look at more ways that we communicate, more ways that we may miss out on developing deeper relationships because we have a lack of listening ability and an overabundance of speaking skills. If you haven't done so, please visit my website at www. D-R-A-N-I-T-A-M-C.com. That's Dr. Anita MC.com. Join me on Wisdom. We're going to be doing a Wisdom talk uh, later on today, actually, uh, in which I got asked an excellent question about a young woman and aging. Please join me on Fanbase as well.